Welcome to VitFriends Podcast, Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. VitFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For more information about VitFriends, you can visit us at www.vitfriends.org. You can also call us at 844-374-3639. Again, that is 844-374-3639. VitFriends Podcasts are sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. Welcome to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Today's show, I have my relationship panel, and we're going to talk about summer love. Now, some people will come on um, at different times, but starting off, I have Nia Rose. Welcome, Nia. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I have the Smiths, I have Tanya and James. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be on. Hey, good to be on. All right. And I have Millie. So, Millie, welcome to the show. Do I need to say your last name, too? Yes. So we have (laughs) Millicent Meadows. Welcome, Millie. (laughs) Thank you, Mark. It's always good to be here. So, yes. um, So for this particular topic, I, I, you know, my show is Living Life and Love. And I want to talk about that summer love. You know, everybody hears about the summer and you know, all these movies are going to start coming out, you know, after the superhero stuff about relationships. And then we have the um, game shows that people play to find love and all that stuff. And there's too many of them for me to name, you know, paradise over here and, you know, ready to love and love it again. And, you know, everybody's trying to find that groove back. So, you know, I, I just want to talk about what is summer love, you know, and, none of us here are experts in love in terms of from a, I guess, uh, educational standpoint, but we are in our own experiences. And that's what I want us to share our thoughts, our opinions, and, um, and just be open about it. I feel like there's no wrong answer, you know? Um, now if you did go to school to study love, I mean, Hey, maybe you can, you know, kind of share some tips for us. Um, and, and for the vitiligo community who's listening in, you know, this applies to us too, because just because our skin looks different doesn't mean that we're not looking for love or desiring love or want to be loved or feeling love at this moment, you know? Um, so this is open to everybody. All right. So let's, let's start off like this. I was going to hit y'all hard with something. But I'm going to come back to that. Um, we'll bring that up at the end, but it says the summer has always been considered the most romantic of the four seasons, the clear skies, the blazing sun, gentle summer breeze, and the lazy afternoons flavor the season with passion and warm love. Do y'all agree with that? Do do y'all agree that the summer is like the season of love? (laughs) So my listeners, you can't see their faces, but I. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to speak on that. I think all seasons has to do with love. Mm-hmm. Notice that if you notice over the years, many, many, many years, but I have to think that the winter, the winter and early spring, because guess what? Usually around, I don't know, August, September, you have these babies are being born. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's that's what I've seen over here, especially over the last couple of years. We went through this COVID thing, 
a lot of babies were born, but um, I'm a September I, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I um, yeah, and I'm an August baby. But um, yeah, I think all seasons are um, has to do with love. But we know, as I said as before, the most important one is self love. Absolutely, you know, self love is important. But yeah, I think all seasons. That's just my opinion. But uh, okay, but if you had to choose one, I got mm-hmm. you. All four, all four seasons are important, you know. Mm-hmm. And everyone brings something special to to the way you love and want to be loved. But which one would you just select as the absolute best? I think I would select winter, mm. and the reason why I would select winter is because it's cold, and so it kind of encourages you more to be closer to someone um you have the warmth of fire or the warmth of 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 heat or body heat from the person that you are with so i think the coldness body heat i think (laughs) i think the cold weather draws people together when you're inside more i think because of it being cold but i think it just encourages you to just spend more time it it draws people closer together because it is cold yeah oh cool uh, well james you heard body heat i heard fire and desire i don't know if I, if I had to choose one um i might have to choose summer and yeah well, the reason well, the reason why, no the reason why i would choose summer is uh a lot of people are out um, uh, during that time period. Like when I make you change, you had shorts on, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so people are out. <laughs> people, people, yeah, July. that's right. And um, people are walking in the parks. Uh, music are blasting. Uh, cookouts are going on. So it seems like a more sociable time for people to meet and actually uh, make connections. And when they make those connections in the summer. By the time litigated, that'd be all right. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I, I see where you're going, Dave. Um, and, and I'm gonna elaborate on some of those after that. Nia, yeah. what, what's your thought, Nia? We're gonna go back to Millicent, then I'm gonna elaborate on something. Actually, my thought was spring, and the reason I say that is, um, when spring comes along, a lot of times people are tired of the cold weather. They're ready to get out, ready for new beginnings you know, the azaleas are blooming and everything like that. And, you know, people are just kind of like, okay, I've been cooped up in in cold, you know, for all these winter months and all. Let me get out. Let me start mingling. Let me start doing some things. Um, So I kind of see spring. And again, symbolizing that new beginnings, fresh start kind of thought. Okay. 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 I'm going to elaborate on that too. Oh, (laughs) Millie. Um, you, did you have a final thought on what you were going to say earlier? No, you know what, though, listen to um, um, Sister Smith. I When she said winter, I have to agree with her with that because there's nothing, to me, it's romantic, like she was saying, being together inside and just snuggling. And and you know what I love to see? I love to see the snow softly fall. Mm-hmm. The yeah. I love that. And this is another thing. I used to, when I was younger, when it was the fall, and when the trees, when the leaves were falling off the uh, trees, and when the wind blows just the way the trees just, you know, when you listen to that sound, and you, to me, that's peaceful, and to me, that's loving. So 
Yeah, I got you. Uh, you know, <laughs> and now, I, I, I don't like the summer because it's too hot. And I mm-hmm. feel like no matter how much I take off, it's still too hot. <laughs> you could try to be all smooth all you want, sweating and everything. <laughs> and, you know, um, I, I just, I never liked the summer. Um, I've always been, I'm agree with the other two ladies, winter. I've always been a winter person because um, I feel like you can have some meaningful conversations during the winter. The mm-hmm. summer, and, and I'm going to read something in a minute, but the summer open, opens up a whole lot of doors beyond those meaningful conversations like james you said you saw the shorts that's what he mentioned you know you ain't have a her conversation short, yet short, yeah short. that's what i'm saying you <laughs> saw her shorts you didn't have a conversation yet you saw the shorts you know um but but i know you did have a conversation later so yeah. you know I, I just feel like the winter there are some beautiful aspects of it um yes it is cold it gives you a reason to be closer, you know. No, you can't go to the lake. You can't go to the beach because it's it's too cold to get in the water. But also, when it's too hot, most times you don't want somebody that close to you. It's hot. Right. Back, back up. Move over. Get off me. Winter time is like come closer. I'm cold. Let's snuggle. There's the fireplace, you know. So there's some romantic, in in both, but in its own way, you know, in its own innocence. And I do kind of agree with Millie that um leave us check the birthdays in august and september and october you know <laughs> i mean there, there there's some correlation with that when kids mm-hmm. are born sometimes because when you're indoors you're stuck indoors things happen um however <laughs> the summer is also thought to be you know a time where people really when people really get to explore their moments of love, so to speak. See, that's another song. We're gonna have a lot of songs in here. Moments of love. See, there we go. Um, and, and think about like how Stella got a groove back. You know, that's one of the things. So I read this article, and it talked about you know reasons why the summer is a perfect opportunity for people to fall in love. For one, it talked about the vitamin D, getting outside, and how that vitamin D, you know, revitalizes you. You know, um. Some people, if you have vitiligo, yeah, you got to be careful yeah. being outside like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, James, I see your face. <laughs> there was a, I'm sorry to my listeners. There was an inside joke between the Smiths. <laughs> I don't know if they can share it online. Maybe they have to put it in the chat. <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to pass that. Um, but it does, something you met, mentioned, James, uh, one of the top reasons, they said you have more opportunities to meet new and exciting people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're married, you still get a chance to meet new people and interact with new people during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- let's elaborate a little bit on that. What are some of your thoughts? Because, James, you talked about the cookouts and all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, summer, like... Um... The, those summer evening breezes, I mean, those are the best ones. And like, I grew up in New Bern, so on the coast. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. on the coast, so you know what? Uh, that summer breeze on the water, that, that was that was life right there, man. Let's see, we don't get a summer breeze because I'm in the middle of yeah. the state. There's no breeze here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, look, all they need is a, a, a good walk, and after that, go home and put on Love Jones. You better, yeah, you talking about the summer. You better take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Because in North Carolina, our summers are hot. Well, go ahead, Tanya. But but it goes back to something that Millie says. For me, summer is about self-love. That's when I like to go to the beach by myself and sit in the water and decompress, spend some time with the Lord, or um, being outside in our yard and there's a cool breeze. To, to me, that's an opportunity for me to kind of internalize some thoughts or things that are going on. So I equate the summer with more of self-love. Um, and the winter is is just a time to really snuggle and, you know, really spend time with that person that you love. But I think metaphorically, love is seasonal anyway, right. whether you're in marriage or relationship. So that's just my thought. Love is seasonal. Absolutely. Um, Nia, you want to jump in? I Just um, listening to Sister Smith, and I'm thinking the first thought I had, and again, coming from a mental health background, every season of the year should encompass some kind of self-love and self-care. And I know for myself being single currently, um, wintertime is a lot of time that I spend in prayer and meditation and doing internal work. Mm -hmm. to make myself a better person, get a firmer foundation with God so that when the spring and the summer comes, I'm ready to go back out into the world on a different level and in a new season of my life, no matter what the season is around me. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm just thinking every season for me is a self-love, self-care season. Um, mm -hmm. And hopefully it'll be that way until... I'm no longer on this side of the earth. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the other thought too, is that um, just thinking about the winter time and being, you know, with your loved one, if you're in a relationship and all, um, that also gives you a better opportunity to practice really good communication skills with mm -hmm. each other and get to a deeper level of understanding, a deeper level of trust, a deeper level of commitment, um, and, you know, being inside, you know, sitting in front of the fire, watching the snowfall, I think is just a perfect opportunity for that kind of interaction to happen. And not only are you practicing self-love, but you're also practicing couple or significant other love as well, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. Um, excuse me. And, and it is a good time to have that one-to-one -one connection because, like James said, the summer is a very busy time. Vacations, mm -hmm. um, traveling back and forth. If you have kids that are in school, you know, trying to get them settled or coming out of school, you know, all these different things. But then you also have the beach. Go to the beach. Hundreds of people there. You go to the mall. Everybody's at the mall. It's an outdoor event. There's a lot of people. So it is a time to be social. But if you're desiring that moment of love, that time and closeness with someone, you really can't completely get it unless you isolate yourself completely. The winter time, you know, if you want to find a crowd, you need you probably have to go to the club or go to the <laughs> mall or go shopping, you know. Yeah. But just the average hustle and bustle of the day, you know, you're gonna have those quiet moments if you want to walk when it's not too cold outside and hold hands, walk downtown. You know, <laughs> there's so many different things you can do, but it is important to have that time to. And at time for that significant other, if you're in a relationship. 
-hmm. You know what? Um, last year, um, I went to um, it's called the Funk Fest in Virginia Beach in August. And so I'm going again this year, but uh, when I went last year for the first time, um, I had a room, particular room. And you know, when you do rooms online and stuff, you don't know, you know, okay, I want a balcony, but you don't know where it's going to be at and all that stuff. But this was like the perfect balcony. I mean, I'm an early riser. So, you know, I got up, sat on the balcony, and it was on the beach. And I seen the sun and mm -hmm. people taking their walks early in the morning. It was, you know, it was peaceful. And, mm -hmm. and in the breeze, you know, it was just, it was just beautiful. And, um, you know, like, you know, Sister Smith was saying, like, you know, that time by yourself, you know, meditation, getting to know God more and everything, you know, so um, to me, that's important. Like you said, you get to know yourself, you know, so that that's important to me. That's self-love right there. That's a part of self-love right there. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that was just that. I just I like moments like that. You know, and then summertime, I do like to mingle because you never know. You like Boaz may walk in my life. I know I don't even know. <laughs> okay, God, it's today today. Right. I don't look for them. 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 So I do we have our jazz concerts, we have a Juneteenth celebration, you know, different things going in summertime, which I do go and um check out. So um yeah, you never, you know, you never know when you're gonna find that summer love or that seasonal love. You just right. don't know. And then here's yeah. the thing about it: you have to be open to it and ready, because mm -hmm. sometimes it can it can be there, and you might get scared away because you're not ready for it. You know. Yeah. But Mark, that's not the only thing. It may be there, but it may not be the person that you think that's good for you. You, right, you understand right. what I'm saying? A lot of women have passed up some good men because they weren't that cardboard cutout person that they visualized in the natural. Right. You know, so you missed out on the love and you didn't even it has happened. And, and let's, let's, and let's be real. For for some of us, you know, you 50 plus, you know, you you've got your little your little pockets of um bojangles hanging around, and you know, I mean, unless you unless you hit the gym 24-7. And that's all you do. I mean, our bodies have changed, you know. Um, but that that's one of the things about the summer, too. When you talk about summer love, it's a visual time of year. You know, oh, everybody's wearing less. The beach, you know, you're going to see some flesh. And that's, you know, you, you can't. You can't not see it, and not even at the beach. Sometimes you just go to the mall shopping center. It, it, you know, it, everybody's wearing it all. Everything's out. Or yeah. Everybody's wearing something to, although they may look good for themselves. But you know, if you wear a certain outfit, certain shirt, whatever, this is for men and women. It's going to draw attention. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you want that attention, it's still going to draw that attention. Yeah. I, I think you I think you uh you attract what you project. Oh wow. Mm. I like that. Yeah. All right. I I'm gonna read a quote to y'all and we're gonna talk about um let's talk about this this aspect of summer love because this is probably where people get the most excited and also where the most heartbreaking pain comes in. But let me read this quote and y'all y'all try to tell me who y'all where y'all think this came from. The love we get is not always the love we need because the love we receive is not love indeed. It's called lust. Mm -hmm. Do mm -hmm. I need to read that again? Mm -hmm. 
No, no, y'all got it right. So, mm-hmm. so think mm-hmm. about that. The love we get is not always the love we need because the love we receive is not love indeed, it's lust. It's called lust. That's a mm-hmm. summertime thing. That came mm-hmm. from um, Le- Leroy Blacasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me. I wrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there like, mm-hmm. yeah, I wrote that. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, I told you we we're gonna have a little fun today. Um, right. but, but on the serious tip, it, it is one of those things because the summertime, you know, let's say if you're single, you're going to the summer, you're ready, you're ready for love, you're ready to date, and let's say you go out here meet somebody, you have to discern what that person wants from you. Mm-hmm. And let's be real, the summertime is a big time where people are just trying to, um, they want to have a little summer this, some of that, some, you know, they, that's mm-hmm. what they see the summer as, you know, that's the summer love, you know, they're just trying to mingle, but they're doing more than mingling, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they're not really anybody thing because mm-hmm. it's the summer, you know, they're just trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where some of the heartbreak comes in <clears throat> excuse me allergies are starting to act up um when some of the heartbreak comes in because you meet somebody for the summer you get excited because you think the person really wants you for who you are mm-hmm. but instead they want you for what you got and what mm-hmm. you can give or vice versa you know mm-hmm. and september rolls around you don't see them anymore might it be august mm-hmm. You know, let, let's talk about it a little bit about that aspect of the summer and maybe we can provide some tools and tips or something for somebody out there that's looking, you know, particularly our young people. You know, I think they're going to get out there hard for the summer, like, yo, party time and you know, deal with a lot of heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting you say that, Mark, because I think tying it back to self-love and realizing that we are the architect for any relationship that we enter into, whether it's summer, winter, spring, fall, whatever. But during the summer, you're absolutely right. A lot of people are out there, you know, just what can I get? You know, a hookup or, you know, we're going to do this for a season. If we love ourselves enough, we can say, yeah, okay, I'm cool with that. Or we can say, you know what? thanks, I'm good, and just kind of keep it moving. But it does go back to how much we love ourselves, how much regard and esteem we have for ourselves that will set boundaries and standards for other people and teach them how to treat us. Right. Um, And and realize, you know what, I'm not an item on the menu today. Um, So you might want to go talk to that person over there. I'm not chicken nuggets. This is not fast food, you know, and just keep it moving because you love yourself enough to set that kind of boundary with someone mm-hmm. else, no matter how good they look, <laughs> no right, matter right. Or what they're offering or anything like that. And I think sometimes, um, thank you for that, Nia. I, I do think sometimes with our, I would say young and older people, because I'm not going to take us out of it. We, we fall for the nice looking person. Mm-hmm. That person looks nice. They smell good. They dress well. Or, you know, they, they're what we like in terms of physical state, you know, mm-hmm. and we fall for, it. you mm-hmm. know, we fall for a good conversation. We fall for, as we call it, the okie doke. Oh, yeah. 
this person, they spoke what I wanted to hear. And then you can kind of tell when the person has you, you know, or when you have somebody that look they give you, you're like, oh, God, got that person now. Now I can do what I want to do. And I think we open ourselves to that because we desire to have this great relationship, this great romance, almost like a Stella, how Stella got a groove back type thing where, you know, you go to another place and this person comes up and that's, you know, the person of your dreams and you realize and not, but sometimes it's too late. And and then too, I think you have to be careful of hearing to be too available. Right. Because sometimes, just like you said, you know, our eyes and images are the first thing that we see. So the perception is already going to be there of that person that we're looking at, whether it's a man or a woman. And going back to what you're saying, said earlier, are you really looking for love? And if so, what is your true definition of looking for love if the first time you see someone, you're assuming that you're falling in love with that person? Whereas sometimes you just have to take, see a person's appearance, know that they're handsome or they're gorgeous, but you have to take a step back and guard your heart and be intentional when you have those conversations or when somebody, or you when you're responding to someone, if they're trying to come on to you. Now, I've been out of the game for 25 years, but I'm just saying that I just really think you have to be intentional with responses so you right. don't make yourself appear to be too available for someone to take advantage of, of you. Absolutely. And, and let me say this real quick, James and Tay, I want y'all on Tanya. Sorry, I called you the wrong name. Please forgive me. Um, I wanted y'all on too, because we also need to hear from the married couple's perspective, you know, because y'all have made it there. Some of us have been married, divorced, or or have been single, but we also mm-hmm. need to hear from the married couple, you know. So mm-hmm. your perspective, your thoughts are valid. You know, we do thank you for that. Because um, a lot of us, well, I can't say a lot of us, some of us still desire to be there. And we're learning too mm-hmm. as, you know, we're maneuvering and navigating relationships going mm-hmm. hey, you know that person now, if I was told you going to get involved with something make sure they value who you are mm-hmm. and I'm like oh man that's 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 deep because if a person doesn't value you they don't care anything about you they can hurt you in a heartbeat and not you might not see them ever again in life mm-hmm. um but somebody that values right. you they're going to look out for your best interest and your heart they want to get to know who you are as a person Mm-hmm. You know what? Um, mm-hmm. When when I when I think about again love, I see these young girls. Where I live at. I see these young girls. You know how they dress and everything. But sometimes, you know what? We we, we talk about self love on here. But sometimes it's it's how you're raised. Mm-hmm. Young ladies are being raised. One thing that turns me off, and I feel like yelling out my car window, but I be like, "Girl, get away from him!" But I don't, I don't even say anything. <laughs> I just look and shake my head. When a young girl is standing beside a car and he, his window's halfway rolled down, she's talking to him. Oh, yeah. That really, that just bothers me. If you are a true gentleman, you will get out of your car and talk. Why do you got to yeah. have your window halfway rolled? I see that so much. These young girls talking in this car, into these cars and this and that. And, you know, they, they're bending over with the window. And I'm like, I'll say, oh, my, I just say, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what, what I'm doing. You know, because I learned my self-love from my mom. Right, right. Especially when the vitiligo started. 
she really instilled a lot in me about beauty and self-love and all she did so you know that's that's where i learned that from that's where i learned that from so and, and that's what we still we still have the responsibility of trying to teach our youth the right mm -hmm. thing but we're also competing with the digital age technology yes. there's TikTok, there's instagram there's youtube that are telling you know what we're saying hey you know make sure you respect yourself and somebody treats you like this and they're like hey you get what you want to get you get that money in. and 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 that's i think that's the battle right now mm -hmm. you know our kids are plugged in here but we're trying to get to them through here by speaking mm -hmm. and putting it in their heart and some are going to listen to us yes mm -hmm. yeah. some are going to learn the hard way unfortunately mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these kids, man. I'm telling you, because when I'm in my uh, class, I have these high school students, and I watch them interact, and I watch the guys try to talk to the girls, whatever. People uh, have no concept of how to have a conversation <laughs> at all. Mm. Um, and another thing too is they don't communicate. They get the voice inflections. Like sometimes when you're talking to somebody, you can get the vibe from how they shift and things of that nature. Right. These kids sweetly communicate by texting. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is different. Yeah. And I think hopefully as time goes around, you know, what's what's old is new again. Maybe they'll get to a point where they put the tech down and really start talking to people again. And mm -hmm. I think that's what I like about the winter, because if you meet somebody in the wintertime, you, you have to talk. Mm -hmm. It's too cold to be outside. Too <laughs> it, you know, if you say, let's go to the beach, it's cold out there. We ain't getting no water. Nobody's taking off anything. <laughs> you know, you're, you're fully clothed. And if it's cold enough, you got a big jacket on, a hat, gloves, boots, you know, where you have to talk to that person and dig mm -hmm. deeper to figure out who this person is. But I, I think that's what we also have to teach our youth. You got to talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Communicate, you know, get to know them. And don't look at the Instagram page because that's not the real person. That's just what they want to show you, you know. But you know, what? I've, I've heard I've heard people say this before. Um, when you meet somebody for the first time, you're meeting their representative, not the true person. Mm -hmm. You're meeting their representative. But you know what? You know what the saying is: keep letting somebody talk. They're gonna speak the truth about themselves. Mm -hmm. Keep letting them talk. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's not what you say out your mouth; it's the action behind it. Yeah. I think the, the Chinese, I think the Chinese say uh, what they say, uh, the soul has no secret, their behavior would not reveal. <laughs> right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So. And I tell I tell my clients that all the time. If you watch somebody long enough, they will show you who they really are. Yeah. They really will. But I do want to go back for a moment to something you said, Millie, about the generational piece. And I call it the generational ripple effect mm -hmm. because we have a tendency to imitate what we grew up seeing mm. and when you know if you grew up in a, a household where people showed love and respect and dignity to each other you know you're going to carry that with you if you mm. grew up not seeing that then you know if you don't it's like trying to do brain surgery and you never went to medical school mm -hmm. how am i gonna you know have a summer love or any kind of love for that matter right. if nobody ever showed me or taught me what mm. that looks like you know, and, and what's healthy versus what's not healthy. And right. 
it does get passed down generation to generation. And then sometimes we get in a relationship and it's like, you know what? I'm tired of doing what I saw the people I grew up with doing. So I'm going to break this pattern. I'm mm -hmm. going to stop this ripple effect and learn how to do it differently. Um, Cause this is crazy. You know, it's right, actually right. crazy. And I hope that, you know, as, as the summer progresses that, those who are looking to fall in love actually find that you know fall in love with yourself first but then finding someone who appreciates that you know you take care of yourself and that you you know think of yourself as you know someone who's worthy of being treated well and you know all these things it's for both men and women mm -hmm. you know because i i don't want want us to think that men don't deserve love either yes we do mm -hmm. um women deserve love men deserve love you know, you you just have to be open and ready and if you're not ready don't fall for it you know mm -hmm. you can be honest with somebody and says you know i'm not ready i'm still working on me however mm -hmm. if you're interested in getting to know me let's go out you know let's go bowling let's go sit and talk you know uh meet me at the park let's have a conversation at the park you know there are ways you can do things to kind of get to know people like you like the proverb you said james What's in there is going to come out eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you see that that devil come out, you just run. <laughs> <laughs> right, you throw some holy water on that person and then you just keep it moving. Absolutely. You, you know, because um, honestly, with the good comes the bad also. You know, mm -hmm. you're going to have good seeds out there. You have some bad seeds out there. You have people that they go to the beach to prey on the people out there that they feel like they can take advantage of. Mm -hmm. And you just got to make sure that you have good people with you mm -hmm. and by your side. And, and that that's for men and women. You know, I don't want the brothers thinking, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm invincible. Ain't nothing going to happen to me this summer. No, fellas, we get played too. We get our heart broken also, broken mm -hmm. also, you know. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think, in any relationship, I think everybody comes in with some type of baggage. You know, everybody comes in without issues. I think the what what it boils down to is as you uh, grow in time and be with the person long enough, uh, which issues can you handle? Like what what are non-negotiables? You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. some people are equipped to handle each other's baggage as they move on, but I guess in the beginning that you need to know what those things are. <laughs> Well, that that's real james um because if you don't talk if you don't have that conversation you'll never know yeah she tell me she was schizophrenic i found out the other hard way so oh lord <laughs> <laughs> but then you love all of her regardless hey. no, 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 uh, you know but but on all, but but on the real though you know yeah. james is right we all come with baggage mm -hmm. i don't care how much we put on the front now i'm this great person now i'm perfect and I, no we all come with stuff and we still dealing with stuff yeah. We all have stuff, you know, and we learn how to manage these things. But then you also have to be honest with the person that you are involved with or looking to get involved with, you know, hey, this is what I deal with. This is what I'm going through. Yes. And this is how I've been handling it. Maybe I'm not doing it the right way. Maybe the other person tools that can help me or maybe vice versa. Maybe this person is struggling with something and I have the tools that I can help them get through it. You know, mm -hmm. especially if you you care enough about that person after you after you have like twenty conversations and gone out maybe ten times, you really start to care. You know, um, as that develops, you know, 
take care of each other. Stop being selfish. Mm-hmm. Well, and I I do want to mention something that where extend something you just said is that love evolves over time. You know, it changes. Right. It looks different. We have to be careful because I think looking back, what we had in the beginning was superficial. You know, because he was handsome. He had his loafers, his cologne, polo shirt, (laughs) khaki shorts. Um, But it's during, you know, after marriage and those challenging times that you really know if that superficial love is going to grow into something deeper because that's what sustains you. Not the love that you have when you meet someone and you fall in love, but it's during those challenging times would determine if that love is going to be sustainable. Mm. Right. Especially when you're moody. Yeah, I had a bad yeah. day at work. The kids got yeah. on my nerves and I'm hungry. And all, yeah, all these little things <laughs> that we deal with, you, mm-hmm. you kind of tell whether you're going to make it through. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's the small things. What you looking at? Mm-hmm. Who are you talking to? You know, all these little <laughs> arguments. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but I think what happens, and I and I, I I've been guilty of that in the past as well. When you see those issues come up, instead of dealing with them, I don't want to deal with it. So you go mm-hmm. your separate ways, and you never really talk them through or try to work them through, and you don't know if that could have been the relationship, or maybe it was never supposed to be. And that's why you went your separate ways. But, you know, it's one of those things you got to learn how to talk to each other, you know, and realize mm-hmm. I'm always going to be um, a love fest every single day. Right. And so I think, too, that that speaks to the need in a summer love to have standards, right? you know, things and, and you know, a certain level that you're willing to put up with but also deal breakers and figuring out for yourself, you know what, if you do A, B, and C, I'm cool with that. D, E, and F, we got an issue here. And that could be the thing that makes or break this relationship. And I think in any healthy relationship, um, you have to have those standards, you know, those things that you expect of that other person, they expect of you and you both fulfill those but you cross the line and do something shady. Right. Mm-hmm. We got to have a combo here yeah. you know, and decide what, what we're going to do about this. And, and let me say this too, and then we're going to go to one last, and then we will wrap things up. Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to those deal breakers, you also have to let the person that you are interested in or that's interested in you, whether you are, seeing a b c and d or e f and g or you just seeing one person that's important because a lot of people get hurt thinking i'm the only one yeah you might be the only one but you forgot this two three and four you know and people get hurt during the summer because some people are playing four or five sometimes five and and i I watch some of these relationship discussions on youtube and i'm like wow like you're playing the whole team and everybody's like clueless and and that's how people get hurt not just emotionally but sometimes physically and you got to be careful you know like be honest with people if you don't want a relationship and you're dating multiple people say so you know and give that person the opportunity to either run or walk away or crawl or skip whatever they're going to do 
or decide they want to stay in it and fight for mm-hmm. your attention with the other crew. You know, that's, mm, that's, you, that's you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Um, um my son, I, I hope he never hears this. <laughs> this, oh. this this podcast. I'm praying he never listens to it. But um, me and him, uh, it's, been, it's just been me and him. I raised him um, as a single mom, and we've always had open open conversations. And he's he's living with his girlfriend, right? So he has come to me, you know, and I tell him, I'm gonna talk to you as a mother, and then I'm gonna talk to you like from a woman's point of view, you know, because we, like I said, we've had open conversations. But the one, the the young lady he's with now, he had told me earlier this year. He said, you know, mom, I really love her. I'm in love with her. And I said, she's the one. I was like, you, you think so? He said, yeah, because she's been with me through the good and the bad. And she has stuck with him through the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. And even I said to myself, yeah, I like her. You know, um, she, she's just a wonderful young lady. So, but what's funny, they used to date in high school. She's like 25, he's 28. They dated in um, middle school. And she used to say, yeah, he was mean to me, especially when he was around his his boys. He used to, you know, throw papers at me and this and that all that. And she said I had to break up with him because he was getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> but what she said, she said I, I couldn't stand him at that time. But now, years later, after high school, they met, you know, met up again. You know, when a few friends got together, come to find out those two were among them, and they started talking again. And you know, because they, they've grown up, they've grown right, up, right. the adults, and you know, and he just came to me and said, "Yeah, mom, she, you know." said i really love her and she said she's the one he said i, I want her to be my wife you know wow. and I said, nice i'm so glad and i said um but i've always told him i said um you're my son i love you i said but just because you're my son that don't mean you always write about everything <laughs> but i said you know yeah she's been with you and that's love right there i mean she could have kicked him to the curve a long time ago but you know she's stuck in there and that's what you know like you know you know what? Forgive me. Is it Tanja? Is it Tanya? That's why I keep calling you Sister Smith. I hate pronouncing people's names. It's okay. But um, just like you said, challenges. They went through a lot of challenges. Yeah. And I didn't get into it because they said they're adults. They have to figure out for themselves. But sometimes he was wrong most of the time. And but she stuck there. She stuck right in there. You know. Hey, so, when, a, when a when a man calls his mommy and say she's the one, she the one. but but here here's the real question and this goes into the next part of our conversation and then we'll wrap it up after we talk about this you know on on all the youtube videos and everything everybody's arguing and fussing and we don't want to do all that i don't want to argue the fuss about who's the prize in that relationship who is the prize and let me share my thought real quick, and then we can all kind of elaborate and talk about it. <clears throat> I feel if you feel you're the prize over the other person, that means you don't see any value in that other person. Because I feel both people have something that's worth being awarded for. You know, both of your prizes, you know, where I may falter in this area, I'm strong here. If my is in this area, they're strong over there. And together, we should be able to come together and, and make that bond stronger. You know, 
So what are your thoughts about this? Because I hear people argue about that all the time. Men are the prize. Women are the prize. I'm the prize because I got more money and all this stuff. And I'm like, during oh, COVID, nobody was the prize. We all were at home. <laughs> that's, that, that's, 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 that's an easy one, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, so uh, I'm just, just, just from my perspective, right? Um, first of all, I, I knew what kind of person I was. And my mom always told me. The type of one mile is gonna need you need somebody strong boy to put up with you. But anyway, but she uh uh went to HBCU, right? Mm-hmm. That means we spoke the same language, even when we're not speaking the same language. Mm-hmm. Um beautiful, down for black people. I'm like, okay, uh for my raised children, uh this is the type I want to raise children with. So I'm thinking I hit the jackpot. I said, I'm good. So <laughs> so I mean that's the from my perspective, I'm looking for something that can elevate me right, and make right, me a better right. version of myself, right? So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I won. That was the prize. Now, what we built together and getting the kids out the nest and all that stuff like that, that's just icing on the cake right there. Yeah. That, that's but, the jackpot. That's the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think in marriage, James is the head of our family, but I'm the, I'm the crown. And so I know that's important for us to continue to serve one another. So yes, both people are the jackpot, but to me, it's more of what can I do to be a better version of myself to support him, to be a healthier Tanya to support him. So He's the head, but I'm the crowd. I'm going to jump in it. I, I like what you just said. Mm-hmm. Support is so important. Um, I remember having that conversation at one point in my life. You know, I was asked, what do you want? I said, support. Mm. That, that doesn't mean I need you to do everything for me. I just need your backbone. You know, sometimes I, I you know, I might be falling. If you can't be there to catch me, then I'm just going to hit the ground. Or you know, I might second guess something and I'm going to need you to say, no, it's okay. Go ahead and do it. I got your back. I'm with you. Walk with me. You know, like that support is so important. I think mm-hmm. that some of the things we're missing in our relationships because, you know, I got to feel confident enough that I can ask, you know, the person I'm with, hey, can you help me with this? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking monetary, any of that. Sometimes it's just based on a decision, a decision I have to make. Or um, I'm afraid of something. You know, there's something that's happening in my life that I'm, I'm, I'm challenged with. And I'm being open and honest and pouring out and know that, you know, I have a safe space. You know, where I can do that. I can share these things. That's so important. I'm glad you said that because mm-hmm. I don't think we hear enough of that in these conversations about relationships. It's always, yeah, I can't stand men. I can't stand women. I'm like, we all need each other on this planet. So why are we hating each other? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. I, I'm going to be quiet real quick. So Nia and Millie. <laughs> I think when you talk about the jackpots, um, in my mind, <clears throat> the jackpot is the preservation of the relationship itself, mm-hmm. that both people come together and connect. They can, they still have their, you know, individuality, but they connect at a level where they are both elevated and 
preserve, you know, the depth and breadth of the relationship, understanding that it is going to be different from the beginning until you're no longer on this side of the earth. Right. But if that love deepens and grows, if that respect deepens and grows and you're in partnership with each other and you've got each other's back, I mean, you talk about a prize. To me, that's the prize. And then you bring children into the mix and you work as partners to raise those children and prepare them to go out and live in this crazy world. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the prize too. So, um, yeah, I, I just kind of see that partnership and that love deepening and the respect deepening. And I love to see older people. I was at the store the other day and I don't know, these people might've been in their seventies or eighties. They were still holding hands, mm-hmm. you know, and he opened the door for her and, you know, like, honey, should we go down this aisle? And, and I like, see that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Again, I like what Tanya said about James being the head and her the crown. And another thing was important that I always said when it comes to seasonal love is open communication. Mm-hmm. Open communication is so important with couples and to me it helps them grow even more and get to know each other even more, whether you're married or just dating. Um, open communication is so important because we can't read each other's minds. We don't know what each other wants, you know. I love deep, I love deep conversation. I mean deep conversations. Because I really want to get to know this person. And I don't want to dislike them because they're a Republican or I'm a Democrat, this and that. You know what I'm saying? Just, just open communication, being honest and open with each other. That's one of the most important things when it comes to being in love. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and you know, and through all that, we have to put aside our fears. You know, um, for our men, we got to put aside our fears because we do fear. And I'm speaking from a man point of view. Man, if I if I tell her all this, she's going to think about this about me. Well, guess what? She might fall deeper in love with you because you open up, mm-hmm. you know, you poured out your heart. And it is scary because, you know, we, we've all, every person out here at some point in your life has had a heartbreak. But your heart will mend if you allow it to. And sometimes it's going to mend through the next person or the person who's going to show you that they love you, they care for you, they support you, they're going to be there. You know, that helps you mend. Because sometimes we tell people you got to heal your own heart. Yeah. We all know where to put that glue. <laughs> we all over here on our shoulder, you know. <laughs> Let that other person come in and, and show you love. Mm-hmm. I remember um, a gentleman at, at church came up to me this is a couple of years ago he said mark if you're always pouring into other people and you become empty who's pouring back into you mom i said man you make it too much sense because I mean, <laughs> that's something to think about mm-hmm. you gotta have somebody if you're giving constantly whether it's in a relationship or just work or whatever it is nothing like being able to come home to someone mm-hmm. who can even if it's simple as a kiss on the forehead mm-hmm. and they walk off, that mm-hmm. fills you up a little by little or a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, how are you? I'm thinking about you. I just want to talk to you briefly. If you work, those things matter. And I mm-hmm. think sometimes when we think about summer love and falling in love during this time of year or any time of year, that it has to be this big old 
uh, ordeal that we see on TV that love is. You know, you know, on TV they show this this great. I don't know. It's like it's like a party when you fall in love. No, no, love is not always like that. Sometimes it's subtle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hi, I just want to check on you. It, it and it grows and it grows over time and give it some time mm-hmm. and you start realizing that person loves me. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that person. You know, and you start like, oh, that person's name come up. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with being in love, falling in love. Just make sure it's done with the right intentions, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, I'm just going to be honest, I hate to say this, it's not always going to lead to marriage. Mm-hmm. At least not right away. But that's what you want. Mm-hmm. As who said it, Millie? We're not mind readers. We're not mind readers. Okay. You know, you need to say what you want. You know, hey, I want us to be together forever. Let's talk about it. Let's work together. Let's support each other on that. That's what we want to do. Yeah. So before we wrap things up, this is a great conversation. Let me say that for our listeners, um, whether you have better life or not, it's not about that. It's about love. You know, Um, your spots do not determine who loves you or does not determine who you love. You know, Uh, your spots just says, hey, uh, you got to pay attention to me because I stand out. But you know, it, it does not determine whether somebody falls in love with you. You determine that. You know, who you are as a person. Let them fall in love with that person. Let's go around um, real quick. Any last words? Let's start with the Smiths. You have to define what love is for you. You know, that's another song, right? What is love? <laughs> I told you I'm going to have songs tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Tanya. And then, yeah, and then when you do fall in love, don't be so consumed by it that you lose yourself. Right. You know, some of the song, right? Lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and then <laughs> I think in marriage, just understand again, that the love that, that um, initially brings you together, that that love has to deepen and grow in order to sustain you through for- love is forgiveness. Love is patience. Love is kind. Love is gentle. So love is not infatuation. Love is not love. So you truly create your definition of love. Absolutely. Sorry, Tanya. You had to throw all those songs in there. Every time you say it, that's enough song. It's all good. (laughs) We'll go to James and then we'll keep moving around. Uh, I just think that uh, when it comes to love, just uh, as a person, individual, uh, just knowing who you are, knowing you are as a person, and also... When I think about whenever I fall, I'm off balance, you know, when you're falling, you're all, you know, whatever. So I guess when people are, when you fall in love and go to that infatuation process, like, like Tay said, just make sure you don't lose yourself. Because like I said, all the fireworks and everything, uh, one day that's not going to be it. It's going to yeah. be something else to real. Yeah. So, yeah. so the key thing is just knowing who you are not being all balanced and being prepared for the real part. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, James and Tanya. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Nia. I agree with um, the Smiths. I really do. And um, yet it is important that you don't forget who you are as an individual in the relationship because sometimes people do kind of do that and they think they're supposed to be this 
you know, glob of whatever, and that's not it. You don't lose yourself. Um, because the person that you're with fell in love with you because of who you are. And so you have to be mindful of that. And remember always that I value that person. I value that person's core of their being. Um, and, and I think the other piece too is to continue to practice self-love so that you're continually giving into the relationship, feeding the relationship and um, acknowledging that no, it doesn't look like it did then, but the love we have today is deeper and it's going to get even deeper as long as we remain in partnership with each other. Um, yeah, so that's my piece. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing that, Nia. Let's go to Millicent and then I'll wrap things up. Um, again, well, I agree with everyone said just now, um, especially about, again, I always talk about self-love because that's so important. And that's coming from experience. Um, uh, again, Nia Rose is talking about changing who you are to please someone. And like I said, I'm talking from, talking from experience and I, I had to learn from that. Um, this is this is a 50, proud to say, soon to be 59 year old woman speaking on that, on experience that that was just a waste of time being somebody I was not truly meant to be. I was, I was there to please that person. No, you can't do that. Be who you are, stay true to yourself. And that love will come. That love will come. That love will come. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. Sometimes, you know, we get into this rut where we feel like nobody's going to love us. Mm-hmm. Well, just because no one's showing you love at this moment, you can always show yourself some love. You know, go take yourself on a date. You know, go, mm-hmm. go to a restaurant. It's okay. I do it all the time. Not because I'm lonely, because I'm a good. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to a restaurant. I got to eat. Mm-hmm. So why not treat myself out, you know? Walk in, how many? One. How many do you see? I mean, <laughs> I, know, I know I could be waiting for somebody, but I'm good. Yeah. Um, and, and people sometimes will look at you like, that's not normal. Why is this nice man sitting by himself? Because this nice looking man's hungry. You know, I want to eat. Um, I go to movies by myself. I do things by myself because mm-hmm. I've got to be able to show me that I love me first. You know? Right. And then when it's time for me to be with that person, you know, we can enjoy each other's company. We can be there side by side, holding hands or eating, laughing, eating ice cream, being silly, you know, all those things that we see on TV, like, oh, I want that. I wouldn't mind doing that. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But get through that conversation first. Have not that first one. The first one is a fake conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. My name is, you know, we know how it is. We running that game trying to get the number. No, yeah, get past all that. Have that 40 or 50th conversation that you can't even remember. It's months later, and then really start digging into who you are as a person with this other person, and vice versa. And look at each other in public, how you treat other people, Mm -hmm. and start making these decisions that is this somebody I can truly love, you know. Um, and, and I always say it's not instant love, it's instant lust. Mm. Let's be real. Right. You gotta grow into that love. You gotta nurture it. Yeah. You have to water that love. You gotta make sure it's getting that sunshine. Um, you gotta spend time with it. Yeah, you you, you build into that like a Lego piece. You build till you get your masterpiece. <laughs> you don't just put one brick up there, but like, oh, it's good. No. <laughs> um, so love is like that, you know, and the last thing I am going to say 
what is it? Love lift us up where we belong. Yeah, wherever you belong, love is gonna get you there. But you can't mm -hmm. do it by yourself. You know, um, mm -hmm. that's that's why it's always a partnership. You you do it together. Mm -hmm. You know, because um, when one one person's knee buckle, the other one got you. Both of your knees buckle, you got each other. You just roll on the floor and figure out how to get up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, on the real for our listeners, you know. <laughs> I know we crack jokes here and there, but love is a real thing, and it is important. Um, there are going to be some people getting involved in relationships at this time of year because this is what they desire. Want to make sure that you're getting into something that's sustainable, that you really mm -hmm. want, and not something that's going to harm you in the long run. And mm -hmm. um, and it's okay to say no. It's okay to walk away from it because maybe that's not the person to love you for the rest of your life. Maybe that person is waiting for you because you're spending time with somebody else, you know? Mm -hmm. So, Hey, love is there. It does exist. But for my panel, thank you all for being here. Once again, we'll have one more at the end of the year. Um, I, I, yeah, we got one more and I'll probably be around December, you know, back to our holiday thing have a little fun with that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, but I thank y'all for coming on. It's always a great conversation to be open and talk and, not have to worry about, you know, am I saying something wrong? Because, you know, I know Tanya's going to get on me because I didn't speak right because she's a principal. <laughs> no, no, we're just having fun. It's, yeah. at, um, at, at this point, we're just all people, you know. And Nia, thank you for being here. And Absolutely. Um, yes, yes. Millie, Millicent, thank you for being here. Sorry, I was going to mm -hmm. call you Millie. I don't know if I need to call you oh, Millie, Millicent. Millie. You know, I call oh, you all those things. So, and, um, Thank myself for being here, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's right. Yes. You know, yeah. hey, I appreciate any of the conversations we have. Um, but for our listeners, I always like to keep things upbeat, up-tempo, positive. Um, that's how I like to have my conversations, whether we're talking about something serious or not. You know, there's always something that somebody's going to pull from it. It's going to help somebody out there. Um I never like to enter a conversation where we're destroying each other, tearing each other down and leave it there. No, if we have to have those hard conversations, we will, but we're also going to figure out some tools to help people in some form or fashion. So once again, to my panel, thank y'all for the listeners. Y'all have been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. See, I almost messed up. That's okay, from Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> Yo, take care, stay blessed, and remember to look in that mirror and tell yourself, I love you. Yo, take care. Thank you for tuning into Living Life and Love with your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Good Friends Podcast can be listened to on Blog Talk Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on Facebook. Once again, BitFriends Podcasts are sponsored by my Vitiligo team.